This is Front and Centre, 882 6PR. Jason and up there, Haggis. Uh, we are flying. Well, Nine double one because of the special guest you've got coming up. Nine double two double one eight eighty two. Well, I reckon he could see the crown from where he sits, but that's about <laughs> as close day. as you can get. On match gonna, day, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, the coach of the West Coast Eagles, the Premiership coaches, in a matter of fact, is being good enough to join us, Adam Simpson. Hello, Simo. Good morning, boys. How are you feeling? Are you getting excited, or do you just hold yourself back a little bit until it gets to sort of February JLT time? Um, excitement, I suppose, is one way to put it. A bit of nerves, making sure you try and cover everything at training. You you plan. I think every club plans really well these days. So there's the planning side, and then there's the uh, availability, which is uh, always um, dangerous this time of year. If you get a couple of injuries, you know, mid mid Jan, you're sort of on the back foot going into the season. So yeah, trying to get the minutes in the boys, and also try and keep them on the track. Adam, Kim Hagdorn here. One one fairly generic before we throw it to you, you know, the likes of, and the guys you've talked about, I suspect, is, you know, McGovern, Barass, Yo, who have had a bit of surgery over the summer. We'll come back to those. But what have you noticed about the group overall on their resuming that has perhaps been impressive to you uh, after the summer break? Yeah, it's, it's, it's changed a bit, Kim, over the years with the pre-season being so short pre-Christmas. So we, mm-hmm. we got them back on the 2nd of December for a week and then we went to Dunsborough for our community camp and mm. we trained a couple of times down there. So the priority these days is really built on after Christmas. So the, the January-February period is uh, is critical. So the way the AFL have set it up now, there's a good seven or eight clean weeks and um, what does happen is the players are expected to come back at the start of Jan fit and ready to go because we, we had match simulation on Friday last week so the biggest change over the years you go from doing a time trial to a match sim within three days mm-hmm. and I suppose what's impressed me at the moment is the intensity of the group and the way they train and they've always trained pretty well um, but they've, they've probably gone up another level in the last couple of weeks. Fit? I mean are you impressed with how they've come back after three weeks on their own? Yeah well look it's it's pretty common now. Like not, there's not too many athletes or too many AFL players who treat the the Christmas period as a holiday. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to reconnect with your family, no doubt. But the program uh, elevates over Christmas, where it used to be a taper period. You know, you'd go flat out till the Christmas break, taper off, then hit the ground running in January. We're, we've probably changed a little bit. There's an expectation that you elevate your fitness over the break, not uh, not maintain it. So mm-hmm. that's that's the change in the modern game. Adam, on face value, you look like you're batting pretty deep this year. It's great to have Tim Kelly in the place, etc. How important is it for some of the boys, just a little bit down the pecking order, I'm talking about Waterman, Oscar Allen, these sort of boys who've, you know, sort of, to be adaptable and be very, you know, utility-like, to be able to play other positions, you know, going forward? Uh, great question. Our, our, our priority, we won't, we won't succeed next year or this year without getting some growth into our younger players and younger leaders. And I'm not just talking about the guys who've played minimum game. I'm talking about Tom Cole and Liam Duggan, mm. Waterman, Brander, Petrocelli, Liam Ryan's in his third year. You know, So we're, we're, for us to be successful and what we what we achieved in 18 was, was on the base, on the back of the young talent coming through. And, of course, your experienced players delivering on, on their expectations. But 
yeah, heavy focus on us with the with the development of those uh, younger players. And if we if we can get them up and about, we'll we'll have a bit of success. As part of how you balance some of the young boys and getting, I suppose, actual games and getting them prepared for in case they're needed in your finals, and then certainly 2021, 22 onwards. How do you handle the likes of your older players, especially at Josh Kennedy? And I'm one who debates yeah. all the time. Do you have a special program for him, or is he just one of the same as everyone? Oh no, he's he's been on uh, his own program for for a long time, and mm-hmm. the, the the programs have changed. There's not a blanket program for for a group anymore. It's individual. So he's his breakdown of training is very specific. He's in and out of drills. Um, he'll be managed in the middle part of the week so he can compete in the match play stuff. So getting that um, getting that program's no worries, but it's getting him on the track to complete the program's been the issue. So. Mm. What's been really positive for him is he's he's been able to complete the program that's been prescribed, and um, there's no way we'll we'll overtrain him or, or cook him too early. It's 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 merely uh, managing his program and being able to get out there and complete. It's been uh, a bit of an issue for us in the last three or four years, and it's not been because he's overtrained or overworked. It's just he's coming off operations from the previous season, and I, I don't think he had one. Um, post-season so that's that's a positive for him and he's been able to complete most of uh if not all of his program up to date so that's that's positive for him i'll speak jargon here simo because obviously it's the brand of west coast eagles football that you play are you happy with it are you evolving it still do you look at most people look at the premier and say oh this is what we need to do a little bit better or are you saying well look we weren't that far away we just need to find finite tune some some areas and we could be there you know, challenging again against Richmond and the like. Yeah, that's 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 fascinating. That part of the game for me, I love that um, the strategic side and where the game's going and what you need to do to to stay connected to the guys at the top of the ladder. We probably um, set the tone in in eighteen. Teams are looking at us. Um, we're a little bit different than most clubs that we play, and and that's that's great. But we've got to make sure we're um, we're evolving as well. And I thought. Probably last year we just backed in the fact that we made some significant changes going into 18 and we kept pretty much status quo into 19 and I thought um, there was parts of the game that evolved that we probably um, bucked the trend on and we've got to make sure we don't go complete in the wrong direction and uh, get ourselves in a bit of a mess that we've, um, we're not keeping up with the game. So I've got an eye on that. We've got our own way of playing, our own brand, but we're also aware of what the comp's doing as well. So that's always a balancing act. It's a pretty impressive defensive uh, approach if Jeremy McGovern's leading it. Where are you at? Uh, it sounds like he's back into full running. Uh, Jeremy McGovern, Tom Barras, Oscar Allen, big boys. Do you expect they'll be right for the start of the season? Yeah, I hope so, Kim. I mean, I'm looking at them now, and they're just starting to get on the track. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Tom Barras has jumped in a couple of drills. So that's positive. I mean, what is it, January 18? So... And Gov, I think he's probably due on the track in the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're pretty much starting their pre-season. So, uh, you know, I would have thought it's going to take a good um, six to eight weeks to get them in a position where they might be available to, to play some games. So, yeah, I, I think round one's um, not really a concern. It's just how, how prepared are they going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the risk is from a coaching point of view is you get McGovern walking in your office saying, listen, I'm right to go. And... Um, his limited preparation always puts a bit of doubt in your mind, but 
you end up playing them anyway, mate, because uh, they're pretty <laughs> good players. The, the worry is you get to round five and, um, you know, there's an injury that pops up mm. due to the fact they've done not much pre-season. So I'm all over that. It, um, it's just unique. We've had Oscar Allen, McGovern and Barras um, and Vardy and, and Hickey for that matter. So our big fellas have all been out of action. So we're going to manage that. Stating the obvious, you bat pretty deep midfield. Um, so where do you see Tim Kelly? I mean, he be, he's a great clearance player. In the finals, he became a goal-kicking clearance player. Um, yeah. where do you, what are you going to be tempted to do with him? Are you going to stick him where he knows, or have you got any other sort of thoughts? Maybe plonk him on a wing, maybe high half forward at times, maybe even half back? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to mess with the formula that individually he's been really successful with, with Geelong and what and what he's done there. So at the, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking just let him do you know, he's obviously got to comply to our way of playing and, and our system, but um, midfielder that can pinch it forward, uh, we probably don't have too many of those guys, you know, and mids are just genuine mids that mm. would rather be on ball or wing than go forward. So if we can get a bit of flexibility with, with Tim that, you know, put him in his natural habitat, uh, get him around the ball and, and get him forward a little bit uh, throughout the day, that's that's probably the um, the start point. You know, we, we fit him in no worries because... Uh, He's a quality player, and we, we lost uh, Chris Maston uh, with through retirement. So there's a sort of a, a spot there with with also some kids coming through. With, you know, getting that balance right and getting the mix right is always important. But yeah, we won't mess around with a winning formula with Tim's position. A couple of quick more ones from myself, uh, Adam. Uh, I thought it was, for what it's worth, quite impressive in how you and the club handled the return of Willy Rioli yesterday. Very strategic, uh, lengthy discussion in your media conference, probably all about Willy, and then he's out there and it's announced he's back. How do you now strategically, or even who, do you strategically target and encourage to prepare to take over from Willy Rioli in your starting 18? Yeah, look, with the, the, the Willy thing's been, obviously, it's a, it's an issue that it's hard to avoid the, the mm-hmm. scrutiny of the public because uh, living in Darwin and the Tiwi Islands, um, there's always going to be some attention when he comes back. And he was really nervous about all that and the... the you know, and it's self-inflicted, so there's no there's no poor me sort of situation. Here. Mm-hmm. So, um, it is what it is, and we've got to deal with it as best we can. But he just hadn't spoken to the players for um, since the final. You know, since the Thursday night in in Melbourne when the um, when the AFL rocked up to the hotel. So we did have to move on um, and address those issues from a playing perspective. And there's no other way to do it than to get him back at the right time. And spoke to the players last week, and they they had some conversations they needed to have with Willie and, and um, you know, hopefully that's been handled pretty well with the players and we've given the media enough access to Willie without him speaking. Mm. So that's that's one aspect and the, the, the bigger aspect for us is, you know, we've got a job to do, we've got a season to play, so how are we going to replace someone like Willie? Um, you know, there's a great opportunity for, for Cameron, Petricelli, Brander, Waterman, um, obviously Liam Ryan, um, you know, Anthony Tracy we've just drafted, so we've got some some options there. But they're all they're all kids, they're all younger players that haven't really established a spot. So that's that's up for grabs, no doubt. Across our forward line is probably one of our uh, most inexperienced lines. So that's 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 up for grabs at the moment. A fairly regular called in question asked to our panels here is uh, about Daniel Venables. And you yep. were right at the forefront to be able to help us out there because it, it must be one that you've got to manage. I mean, you copped that horrible concussion in round nine against Melbourne. How is he and how will you go about handling his return? Yeah, look, that's still ongoing. He, 
we're really pleased with his progression since he started pre-season. He's managed to do most sessions, but there's still a couple of days there where he's not quite right, and then mm. you know we've got to shut it down. So, and you know, immediately you think, gee, that's that's a big concern because considering it's been so so long since he had the injury, but it's been that's been expected. So we're we're not day by day. We're probably week by week. And um, look, if there's a senior game next week, he wouldn't be available. But that's not to say that um, he won't be available for round one. So there's still hope that um, the, the improvement very, very slight. It's week to week, but we're seeing good signs each week. So until um, we get 100% clear run at it, we obviously won't risk playing him. But at the same time, there's been some positive signs. Hey, Adam, thanks for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. We know you're pressed for it, but it's done a lot, and we're not making fun of it, but uh, the bushfire game, we've all thrown our weight behind it, trying to raise funds, yeah. etc. How many blokes will be injured the week of the 28th? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 39 will be unavailable. <laughs> so, no, we, uh, actually, it's been, it's been quite different, obviously, that the, um, the idea of state of origin has always been thrown up, and having a, having a legitimate reason to, to do the right thing for the community and societies no doubt um, relaxed everyone's opinion about risking their players and we're no different. It, it's a, is it Marsh series now? Marsh, it changes every year. I think it's Marsh instead of JLT. Yeah, we're all confused. Um, yeah, um, we, we get two games before round one and we play Essendon uh, on the, the date that the, um, the State of Origin now are getting played. Yeah. So we've got, um, we've got to balance up you know, a team that's going to play against Essendon uh, and then the next day, I think at least three of our players will play for the um, for the uh, state of origin for the All-Stars or for the, for the Vicks. So we'll, we'll, we've got plenty of players to put their hand up. I think they've agreed on um, making themselves available. So, you know, we'll, um, we'll manage that as best we can, but definitely uh, contribute. And just in closing, just to clarify, it's only three players. So if Luke Shuey and Andrew Gaff were two of your three, they play for Victoria, and only one of our, yep. your, other, your other boys, Nat Newey, Yo Shepherd, whoever it might be, plays for the, the All-Stars. So it's only three players all up, not three for the respective yeah, two teams. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, mean, I, I suppose we've, got a, we've also got a game to play the day before, mm. and there's only two games to get yourself ready for round one. So I, I think it's a minimum mm. minimum of, of three players. I, I think it's all up. So um, one thing I do have to find out is, you know, if there's eight on the bench, we need to get minutes into our players, all those sort of things that you've got to worry about in terms mm. of your prep. But it's for, for a great cause. We've got no problem with making our players available, and they'll be uh, top-shelf players as well. Good on you, Adam. Good headache to have. Thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Adam. Talk soon. Adam Simpson, the coach of the West Coast Eagles.